What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest, uh, a fellow creator, fellow music lover, musician, rapper. Uh, Mr. AKA is in the building. Uh, welcome to the show, AKA. What's good, 34? How you, how you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, man. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, just trying to get through the week. Uh, I work uh, Sundays to Thursdays, so it's my Tuesday. Um and yeah, so it's just That's the beginning of the week for me, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, what's it called? Just want to thank you again for coming on, and thank you for the opportunity to get to know you better. Uh, definitely appreciate it, man. Um, definitely. For those who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, uh, we do a few intro questions to set the tone. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and then we have a little spelling bee uh icebreaker uh <laughs> it's uh, just one word and feel free to participate feel free to say no as well it's all up to you um and then we jump into the main meat of the questions where you choose a number between one and 34 and um we we roll with a conversation like that and it all ends up ends with a few concluding questions sound good to you man oh it sounds good man Alrighty then uh so my first question for you man is how have you been it's been a while since uh, we've last connected. Um, you're doing well. You're going through it. How you been, man? Man, like uh, definitely going through it. Been good after a long while, but man, I'm still trying to get my body used to the whole fact that I'm, I lost an hour of sleep. I just been like waking up like <laughs> heck of late. Like I'd be looking and I'm like, oh man, I missed my Zoom call for work. Great. <laughs> <laughs> So I've, I've been like slacking big time, you know, and, no you know, I'm just holding myself accountable for that, really. I feel you, man. I feel you. I mean, like, you know, if we ain't made it, we still going through it. <laughs> That's how I be feeling. Um, for sure. Uh, my second question for you is, what would you like your descendants to know about you? Um, I think about this in a way of like, if I was going to speak to somebody five generations down the road, uh, for me. You know, I'm, I'm in the midst of trying to figure out who I am and what I'm all about. I'd be thinking about what my ancestors were like and, you know, if there was anything like if there anything like me, you know, if there was any, um, you know, kind of connection we had. But, uh, yeah, uh, in that sense, what would you like your descendants to know about you? Either like that sense of individualism, uh, sense of community or why they kind of have a sense of like why they might have a itch to just be creative and just express themselves the way either nobody else does or you know just like really it's just like man like you know their point of views are unique or whatever that's what i'm like kind of like i don't know i'm just hoping they carry those kind of traits from from me personally no doubt no doubt um, when when did you can you remember the first thing you ever created like it doesn't have to be you know through music or anything it could be you know yeah I mean I actually used to uh, I actually used to uh, like draw a lot when I was a kid and so I would just draw like I like Power Rangers when I was uh, when I was like super, like super young like kindergarten and all that that's all I would ever really draw is like superheroes and just them fighting bad guys. So it'd be a part of that or wanting to be a superhero and be like, yeah, this is the superhero I created, you know? Oh, and yeah. And was like, I think a brief period of time where I'm not like the best at illustrating. Like, I, I don't have like that hand-to-hand -hand detail. 
but I would just draw it just for the heck of it, just to kill boredom really and just be like, this is what I, you know, this is basically what I'm like into. And it carried on to like, at least instead of just paying attention in class, I would just usually draw, man. And that's like really like my first uh, sense of creativity was just oh. constantly drawing and everything. I got you. I got yeah. you. You cut it out a little bit, but I, I think it's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, shoot, man. I used to, I was never a good drawer. I used to like to trace, though. I traced a lot of like pictures right. and stuff just to make me feel like, oh, I had uh, some kind of ability. <laughs> but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, nowadays I just got an iPad so I can trace different stuff and make me feel like I, I can draw. <laughs> But, right, uh, that's the beauty of it <laughs> yeah technology kind of caught up <laughs> I, yeah man makes us feel like we could be like the modern day mozart or whatever or even uh the modern day mozart that's like music but no like I, i'm thinking like man i could be like andy warhol with like graphic designs and stuff you know so that's, yeah that's how i look at it i feel it i feel <laughs> it uh my third question for you is how would you like to be honored if I was going to be like, you know, today I'm going to honor AKA, how, how would you want me to do that? I guess my level of genius of creativity, that makes sense. Like, I think uh, just mostly I'm not like the most academically book smart type of person. I could write my ass off on an essay, but I, I'm like no genius at math. But when it comes to creativity, I feel like... Um, definitely like i can go above and beyond with what i create especially as an artist and everything too like um just like just to be remembered for like that sense of genius of like creativity like in time if it doesn't catch on but it's like okay this guy's onto something like i see what he's doing and it's like dang you know nobody else is doing it that's that's the main thing you know yeah yeah um can you how would you describe that like that creative, I guess, uh, how uh, I say, like that creative boom in your head. Like, I feel like in in my mind, when things happen like that for me, it kind of like mm -hmm. there's a there's a big bang, and then all these things just start, you know, coming up in my head. How how's it like for you? A little bit of the same, but like, what I want to add on is just like it comes from instinct, really, you know. Cause say I, it comes to like making a beat and I'm on Fruity Loops, creating something even from scratch. If it's not like something that's a sample or whatever I find from like online, um, I'll strike notes. I'll find what works with it, and it's just like I'm not somebody that can read notes or like am like oh you know this is gonna be the E chord or the F chord or D chord. But really, it's just like all right, this sounds good with this. This is like possibly five notes, but I wouldn't be able to play it on piano and playing along with musicians since I'm not classically trained like that. But it's just like, I like the sense of like giving it like that jazz, like that improvised kind of feel. And it's just like my best judgment. Cause I feel like I have a real, I know for sure I have a really good ear for production. And I always like, uh, I always know what sounds good. And that's like what I usually go by is just that instinct of, man if this sounds dope then i'm going with it i don't care if it's like oh yeah this is uh this note and that note 
nah I, I couldn't name it to save my life but <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah now i feel you man um uh, is there what is there any particular artist as far as music goes where you kind of like heard an early project or like one of their first songs and you're like yo this is gonna be big you know Ooh. like we talking like uh I, I i probably would think like there's like either like artists that are instrumental like i used to mess with flying lotus before he like really really blew up yeah, and he yeah. was like getting introduced through uh, adult swim <laughs> he was like one of those artists even like maybe like Kendrick uh when he uh you know when he still had like uh, overly dedicated and uh what's that other album uh section 80 mm-hmm. and then he he became that Grammy award winning artist he is now like those are like two inspirations in like recent memory that like I was like they're not at the level that they want to be but they will be because it's just like there's like there's like something great about like where they're taking their music in that direction and i'm like dang i want to be on that level at some point you know no doubt no <laughs> doubt you just made me think about like i don't know if there is a system maybe you could enlighten me if you know of it but you know how like there's stocks and whatnot right yeah. i wonder how we can put stocks into artists you know in a, in a way where like we're supporting them in the beginning so they can like reach up plateau i guess that's the same as like buying their album or buying their merch um mm. but you know just so like i money runs the world type shit you know yeah. just where we there's like some kind of you know come i guess yeah whatever i think that's kickstarter i'm describing kickstarter now but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, uh, there's like i don't i know like um i've met like uh somebody that was like working out of japan this one black dude by the name of uh his name was uh sunny b Sunny and B. He, yeah. he, he was just like he's like this one black dude that was like homies with a good 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 amount of friends that i used to run was called uh nameless collective and he uh he was like self-made he uh went to school out in socal and he ended up going to japan and he was breaking down how japan breaks down their whole like artist culture business wise and they seem pretty on point with it because they uh they um for for out here like in the you know like in the states out in cali like on an independent level we'd be like oh yeah let's collab and you know we just make a track and that's it over there they're like oh you know like how much are you gonna pay me to like get on a verse or whatever and it's like oh okay it's like that but the thing is it's just out of respect it's a part of the culture where you know everybody gets compensated just because everybody got to eat so that makes a lot of sense that's cool even if it's like i'll throw you like this much i'll throw you like at least like uh the equivalent of a dub sack just to uh, you know like just to make sure that uh you know you're gonna eat good if you could just throw me a verse that'd be cool you know that that would be definitely cool even mm-hmm. like uh looking for models or even just like uh i know for me like i would like to like I've been wanting to like uh, revive like the culture of b-boys or even turfers since like I make those kind of uh, jams and just get them in music videos and compensate them some way somehow you know one where I'm not breaking bank but if I did have that kind of money by all means I would do it but yeah (laughs) no no I feel you man I I mean when when it comes to collaboration sometimes it's hard to reach up 
reach up, you know, uh, and you almost got to kind of like reach to the side and reach out to the side and feel like, you know, it's a growing opportunity, you know, like we're, we're growing together when we collaborate, you know? No, I feel mm-hmm. you. I think that's, and it's also a tough part. Like, I think the hardest part about collaboration is the timing. Um, you know, it's, I feel mm-hmm. like there's always people interested and people always want to, they want to, but it's hard to like, you know, actually mm-hmm. find a time to do it together. And yeah, I mean, that's just from my experience of tr- reaching out and trying to collaborate with people. And I apologize to anybody oh, yeah. out there that I, uh, you know, may not have you know called back or or whatever because i was going through whatever but yeah that's 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 how it is for me um my fourth question for you man is uh how well do you know yourself and it's hard if it's hard to put into words you could do a scale from one to ten i would say 200 but if i could be like completely transparent yeah. uh because the one thing i could say about myself is i'm I guess it's a part of like my my astrology sign, which is like the most lamiest excuse according to some people, but I'll say it because like as an Aquarius, I'm very unpredictable. I could um switch off at any moment. But I think that has everything to do with me just being just an overall creative and just going with what I feel, you know. Like uh shoot. Just like how I express myself and everything is just like just how i feel internally you know what i mean yeah yeah no doubt for sure uh so now we've reached the the icebreaker portion the little spelling bee uh we got a are, are you down to participate if you're not it's all good but uh yeah, I, I'm tripping. all right man <laughs> so uh have let me know if you've seen the the word in previous episodes and if you haven't it's all good but the word okay. is liaison liaison mm, okay so l-i-a-s-o-n you got one more chance man it's a it's a, it's a it's a hard one man <laughs> well, you're just missing one letter just missing one letter oh wait l-i-a-i-s-o-n yeah yeah you got it man <laughs> that's why i was like one letter okay i know what it is <laughs> yeah 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 uh i think only three or four people have gotten it right this whole time i've been doing oh. the podcast so congrats nah, that's correct. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> i will uh i will be inviting you back uh to a spelling bee episode sometime down the road um so, okay i'm down with that <laughs> yeah 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 we'll, we'll figure it out for sure um all right man so now we're jumping into the main meat of the interview where you start choosing numbers between 1 and 34. Go for it. 1 and 34? Man, I will go with 13 right off the bat. <laughs> 13 off the bat. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember what all the questions were, but that's the whole fun of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I don't expect anyone to, to like know all the all the questions. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's just so for people who feel a little anxious about it, they can check it out and be like, okay, this is what the conversation's about. Uh, but yeah, man, this one is... Whose opinion do you value the most? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. Uh in regards to like just anything in life. It could be anything. You could be a little more specific. You know, sometimes like for me, I would feel like, you know, 
oh, I value my homie's opinion on my music, you know, like because I think he has a good yeah. ear for it. Or, you know, I would value my parents' opinion about, like, you know, my job or whatever, you know. So it really depends. on. I, I understand that it can be too general, but if, you can be specific if you like, like to be. I, I know for sure when it comes to video games, my best friend Jonathan, because he knows what kind of games I like, which are, like, RPG games. Mm. Uh, and somewhat of, like, these, like... Uh, real-time like strategy like rpgs like final the like the upcoming the new final fantasy games yeah uh music i would say hmm, i'd say like my friend brian he's he comes up with he he uh he's been putting me onto a few uh good folks like um i've actually been bumping a lot of larry june because of him dude yeah larry june and uh, rex life raj so He's been one of the him and my friend Jay. Jay's Jay put me onto this uh, one dude named Rumor, and okay. yeah, he's he's pretty dope. He's this kid from Atlanta. He kind of like merges uh, country with rap, and it's just like uh, some trap sounding lyrics, but with like a country kind of twang to it, which is pretty crazy. I'm so gonna check like, that oh, out. It's different, yeah. And it's uh, R&R, man. It's it, it's it's uh yeah. He's 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 unique, man. But like in regards to politics, huh? I think like where I would lean towards is like a lot of um, a lot of resources from anonymous. Mm. So, like, yeah, just because it's like if I'm very unsure about certain things, it's like um, I, I look at it like this: you get a call from just a very strange number, and they kind of have this platform. Where they say, oh, we're from Amazon and your package is here, but you just have to pay this certain amount. I will look that up and do my research to see if they're following any kind of template, if they're a spam. That's kind of the same format of how I am about certain political stances uh, when it comes to um, at least what, I, you know, what kind of aligns with me per in particular. But I'm just like, all right these guys like kind of look at it at a like a standpoint where it's like what 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 is their agenda really and that's why i'm kind of like all right this is how i do my research and then if i want to dwell deeper then cool but usually like i go by that opinion yeah yeah no doubt no yeah. doubt um yeah i mean you made me think about the question a whole different way like i wonder <laughs> yeah, yeah as far as like you know what uh i wonder what i guess when it comes to music i still go mm -hmm. to, to my homies as far as like uh you know what they would recommend and stuff um you had mentioned larry june definitely somebody i slept on for the longest uh i think yeah. three four years ago he had a meet and greet at the hat club in ceremony i know you know that place and he of was course, yeah yeah he was there selling selling a like custom hat that had lj in the sf letters but i was like oh, who the fuck's larry the june Nico. that was yeah. the manager over there yeah. Yeah, shout out to Nika. Yeah. She's gonna come on the pod eventually. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. What, what about what about her si her sister Trina? Oh, I don't know <laughs> Trina. <laughs> you know she's a dope spoken word artist. She used to do uh, open mics like back in the day. And shout outs to her as well. Yeah. So All right, for sure. Cool folks. Yeah. I'm gonna have to ask her about that, and maybe I can uh, you know expand the network that way. But oh, uh, yeah, man, for sure, for sure. But yeah, shout out to Larry June. I know he's holding it down for like um, the Bay Area too. Like, oh, yeah. just, just being that new sound. It's, and it's, his stuff is funky, man. Like, I was very right. surprised to like you know listen to him. Like, oh shit, this is this is what's happening. This is what's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's funny because uh, me and my girl, me and my lady actually went to that uh, Honey Bear Boba spot. Yeah. We do like we do a lot of bobas. I didn't even know that was his joint until like what? my friend brought it up and was like, "Yeah, that's 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 his uh, that's that's his joint." I was like, "No, I didn't know who the heck he was, and I didn't even know he was the owner of that place." But I was like, "Okay, shoot, I'm I'm, I'm with it, man." You know, that deserves a golf clap for sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Um, for sure, man. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number. Let's do uh, Jordan twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. What? Uh, what keeps you grounded? Mm-hmm. You know, like what keeps you in reality? Whenever you start, like I know for me, sometimes I daydream and I start, you know, thinking of all the possibilities. It could happen. It could happen. But uh, yeah, right. what helps keep you grounded? You know many things like one just having that foundation like for me like um even though i've kind of fell off it a bit is like uh just like my like islamic faith and yeah yeah you know like certain practices like zakir which is uh remembrance of god it's like some way of like lowering your ego and just like remembering that you know there's a higher power and sometimes if you just feel higher and mighty or if you feel like someone inadequate, just remember that like sometimes it's just not your calling and it's something that you know God is or Allah doesn't even intend for you. That's one part of it. Uh, even like a and what's called the uh, principle of intention, which is you know if I were to give you a dollar and it's because you needed you needed help and I spot you, I wouldn't expect anything in return, which is to help you out. You know what I mean? just to have that kind of mentality is just like kind of what just kind of gives me that kind of discipline just to like be like one just not expect too much from people and you know it also like you know like because you never know how certain people are like especially when they ask for like favors and all that they constantly gotta you know they're constantly skeptical and i understand where people are coming from for me it's just like you know if i help help a brother help a sister it's how to get help you know or if i feel strongly about certain things it's because of the intention of wanting to do better for like community for humanity you know i don't expect cloud i don't expect any of that i'm just you know i just like feel like there's enough animosity in the world and you know to push forward just to like make the world a better place is like I think like something that suffices in my opinion you know yeah man no doubt no doubt I mean it's good that you have those that those foundations it sounds like or just from your experience those are the things that just keep bringing you back and you know it's good to have that not everybody does you know uh, yeah but yeah throw, throw me another number man seven seven what does self-love mean to you? Or how would you define self-love? You know? Self-love in a very deep, profound sense is a balance between selflessness and selfishness. Mm. It's one where you do not have too much pride in yourself. But it also means that if you just get given way too much to other people and sometimes you have a really sense of that you know you just burn yourself out and you're just like man you know like i'm doing all these things for all these people but it's like i'm you know like feeling burnt out sometimes you just gotta 
it's like a mental health kind of thing where you just kind of have to take that break and just work on yourself and that's normal that's really what makes us human you know but it's kind of like that balance between both of those two things for sure um if you don't mind me asking how are some ways Mm -hmm. that you've been selfless you know um i mean like for me in particular i was working um actually during the summer because during the school i work uh in the school system like in the elementary school system and sometimes during the summer i'll just work like different miscellaneous odd jobs the miscellaneous odd job for this year in particular was working with uh homeless at one of those hotels i can't say which one no worries yeah yeah but uh this particular unit involved like working with uh mental health uh, clients and so since like i'm like at least well versed in psychology and being able to handle people with a lot of patience my thing was at least like having them like especially like they always just need somebody to talk to and i'm always like an open ear um just sharing them out just letting them vent and let them confide in me and you know like for me i listened like wholeheartedly and i just made them heard because sometimes they don't you know like especially people in that kind of uh, place they don't really have a voice you know uh but just to have them be heard just kind of just like helps them like kind of like just um just really like think clearly on what's like going on and everything and just like you know i hear you man it's just like <laughs> yeah whatever you're doing to keep yourself alive keep at it you know that's that's really what i can do but you know shoot besides from that i was just providing like food and everything like that the nonprofit i was working for was doing so you know i always like doing those kind of line of work and then you know even like now working with kids and i've been doing it for over like a decade like maybe 12 years Word. or actually yeah. 11 yeah no i've been working for a while like with the school system that i'm at and being able to provide kids with at least like a guidance of like how to deal with kids on a day-to-day basis if they're like giving them like issues and everything i lay it out for them like how they are how people are and just like you know this is how you could deal with them if they give you problems then bring them my way and i'll set them straight you know that's what's up so man. those are like those are like really like the line, the line of work that I like doing, you know, so for sure, for sure. I mean, <laughs> oh, go ahead. You gonna say something? Oh no, no, no. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna mention, yeah, I, I'd, I'd work maybe like there's a couple of instances in my life when I worked with kids, um, and I remember like even the kids that you know were considered the bad kids, right? Like kids who got in trouble, um, and I think mm-hmm. you had hit it on the point as far as like you know working with with the uh at the at your summer job and even i'm sure you've had to do it working with kids too but like whenever they got in a fight or when i saw a fight starting up uh my instinct was just to like i I, I wouldn't i would stand right next to them you know like if there's two kids about to like throw punches i'm standing right i I know that's against protocol like i know it's a liability you're not supposed to do that but uh i would i would get 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 in with them and just tell them like yo you're not alone you're not alone like everyone's here is watching and i'm here with you like you know because i think that's what happens in their in their minds like okay it's just like this is what i'm gonna do right now and i don't give a fuck you know um but i think 
stepping in and kind of reminding them that like you know someone else is here with you it kind of calms them down a little bit or makes them kind of feel like okay maybe this isn't the time and place to do this right like um, oh, i just found it to be effective and like you know the kids never took it in a bad way you know they always kind of were like you know thanks for for doing that type shit but yeah that was a <laughs> that was something where i was like oh man i know i'm not supposed to do this but I, this is the only way i know how to like de-escalate this thing you know before they mm-hmm. get into real trouble uh but yeah man that's cool that you've been working with kids that's that's something i wish i had uh, actually stuck to but um for whatever reason i kept kept it moving um but uh you ever get that uh you ever had any instances where you saw yourself in one of the kids like you know what they were doing as far as like oh man that kid was kind of like me when i was a kid you know (laughs) oh no like all the time like there's certain instances like uh with like kids where it kind of reminds me of youth you know maybe like in their own way but like you know especially since they're like a new generation of kids like oh man when i was in your day like it makes me kind of like have those kind of like kind of like uh sen- sentiments like of like nostalgia where i was like oh yeah like cartoons when i was in your day like we watched like <laughs> the basic channels and stuff <laughs> and we had saturday morning cartoons but yeah are there still saturday morning cartoons kids still watching those i think it's just youtube yeah it's oh, just youtube you're and like right. cable's kind of a thing but not really yeah. yeah yeah it's changed man it's changed for them for sure uh mm-hmm. but they had some classics on those saturday morning cartoons man uh, yeah of course what was what was one of your favorites besides uh power rangers spider-man like i'm a huge uh, marvel fan so i like spider-man and x-men a lot and then even aside from that man like eek the cat oh uh, shit <laughs> yeah I haven't heard like, that one. Any of the other ones I think of, man, there's like a whole bunch. Bobby's World was another one. Bobby's World, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, and he had the Nickelodeon cartoons. Like I was watching uh, Hey Arnold not too long ago, and just kind of like tear- watching it now, dude. I was kind of tearing up at certain points. Like there was the one with uh, that one episode where it was a Christmas and uh, oh, Arnold dude. got uh, Mr. Wynn as the uh, as the. Um, a uh, secret Santa, yeah. Uh, Strangle, yeah. The secret yeah. Santa. He was trying to figure out what he wanted, and all he just wanted to do was like see his sister, his uh, daughter that he like um, was like looking for. And it took him ten years to get into the country, and he's every Christmas he was just very sad because he couldn't find her anywhere. And you know that moment when he found his daughter towards the end, I just started kind of bur- bursting in tears because of how sentimental those kind of things are. Because it's like you know family's like important, so I'm like man it's it, it 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 struck a nerve with me man like just to see something like that yeah dog hey hey arnold's definitely i i, I it's it's up there like i don't know i've watched a lot of tv growing up so uh, yeah. out of all shows but uh <laughs> hey arnold's definitely up there i had rewatched the series when i was in college and uh every mm-hmm. now and then I'll, I'll i'll uh i'll look up an episode or whatnot but i do remember that episode vividly and mm-hmm. I, I also give them props because it was the first time where i saw a kid go to a therapist when helga went to her therapist i don't know if you oh, ever remember that episode but i'm like i, I think i do just 
just having that example right like there's mm-hmm. not too many like examples of kids going to therapy right but then like mm-hmm. a arnold kind of introduced that and was saying like you know it's okay like you know kids do do this so um it doesn't make them crazy or anything you know <laughs> exactly because i you know I, I went to therapy when i was in elementary in high school mm-hmm. and um i think <laughs> yeah and i think you know i mean for i can't say for sure but it, i felt like it was kind of normalized for me because I had seen it on TV on a cartoon that I loved. So, um, yeah. So props to them for, for doing that for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> on the flip side of the question, I had asked about how you are selfless. How are you sometimes selfish? If you don't mind me asking. Oh man. Uh, I know for me, like I kind of, uh, identify as an introvert, which is like, you can't you can't consider yourself that you're an artist you can't be introverted but it's like there's certain times i just shut down and i just want to just like either go home stay home watch you know like watch movies or some kind of show or just play video games man or just work on music you know sometimes i just need to have that kind of thing where i could just think to myself and sometimes like i have friends that are probably in need i feel bad if like i don't have the energy to hang out with them because it's like, I don't mean to like flake on them or like not not explain anything, but you know, it'd be like that sometimes. Or even like for some friends that expect me to spot them on food, I'm just like, dude, I'm like, <laughs> I pay bills like just like you, man, but you, you got to be better with your money, you know? So I got you. I got yeah, you. Stuff. Yeah. Like you said, man, it's a balance. Um, and yeah, yeah, I I haven't heard it put it that way before about self love being the balance between selflessness and selfishness, and uh, but I think you hit it right on the head. Um, oh, Appreciate it, <laughs> dude. I mean, honestly, I think I've been I've been selfish more 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 so the past ten years than I've ever been in my life, and even mm-hmm. maybe even prior to that, because you know sometimes when um, I guess when you think you have mental issues or like are going through it it could also be because you're thinking about yourself all the time um yeah but you know i don't think it's that's the case for everybody just personally for me that's that's how it kind of felt and uh yeah i mean i'm trying to balance it out with you know doing stuff like this trying to reach out to people trying to have good conversations with them and uh you know hopefully you know i can give something back this is my way of giving back so uh but yeah so Choose another number, bro. Let's see, let's go with thirty-three. Thirty-three. Let's see. Um, this one's a little deep, so let me know if mm-hmm. it's something you want to pass. But when's the last time you felt defeated? Mm, man, I lost count on that. To be honest with you. It's just like whenever I, I could just at least like paint a picture of like in particular, it's like when I'm in a group of people and sometimes I just t- tend to just draw myself away and it's just the energy around those people is just very draining and I can't really like get even pitch my two cents in or just feel like, you know, like my opinions are valued or whatever, just because of whatever environment it may be. And just in that sense, I just feel like, man, if I can't get my point across, I'm going to like implode, you know what I mean? And that's, I think, the worst form. That, I think that's just more worse than like losing at Call of Duty and just getting killed and you get like a really bad kill death ratio. That's like a, 
just having that kind of feeling is just worse than that kind of feeling that I just mentioned. So I'm like, yeah, man, I don't want to be in a place where like, if I can't get get a word in or have a deep conversation with people, I might forget it, you know <laughs> I mean? Yeah, so, man. Yeah, I mean, that is a def- definitely interesting thing that you bring up because I don't know how many people feel that. W- I think a lot of people feel that way, you know, mm-hmm. where um, you, you remember Pinky in the Brain? Oh, of course. You seen the yeah. new the new uh, uh, Animaniacs? When they, when I've seen a yeah, I've seen a good amount of it, and man, it's like really pertaining to like folks our age, just because of how deep it is. Like whether it's politics or even just whatever topics, and you're like. Was it like this back when we were kids, or was it just like just yeah, dude. Just like, <laughs> these three siblings just really acting the fool, and one of them kind of being thirsty yeah. towards that one nurse? You know what I mean? Or was there something deeper behind that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bring it up because there's a uh, one one particular line in uh, the newer Pinky in the Brain mm-hmm. where I I might be butchering it, but I'm paraphrase it. Basically, um, Pinky was asking Brain like or either one they were asking like oh why are we still friends or whatever and then <laughs> and then uh i think it was pinky and he was like um i think it's because you know i allow you to to um do like your, your negative stuff like i enable mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an enabler to your <laughs> to your motives or whatever and i was like cool <laughs> man dude but like i think a lot of people kind of maybe be in those friendships you know where like yeah. Um, you have a person who maybe is not doing something that everybody likes, but because you know they're your friends, it's like you know, yeah, that's just them. I mean, we let them do them. Um, but it uh, can also like just if it's not addressed, if it's not talked about, if uh, then it could be detrimental to the friendship. Because you know, I I, I want to see I want to see how that episode ended. Actually, I remember I saw that and I was like, oh shit! And I don't think I Maybe even got to it. Out too. Yeah, <laughs> because I want to <laughs> see like if there was a line that kind of like went back to it and kind of like you know closed it. Like, oh no, we're friends because of this, not not because of what I said earlier. But uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a trip. It was a trip to to have that in a cartoon. Like, oh yeah, I enable you. That's why we're friends. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a trip when I when I heard it. Um, but go ahead, man. <laughs> Throw me a, another number. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with uh, three. Three. What? What is your unpopular opinion? Something that you always seem to get like a little pushback from, and people are always like, "Oh man, like you think that way." If you don't mind me asking, I know this is also an, mm-hmm. another deeper question, but I'm all about open-mindedness. I'm not going to do that to you, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know for me, like, uh, I just wonder what all the hype is about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because it's like some people see her as a pretty face, but why do people really value her? You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I just want to know, like, what kind of benefit she does, like, in regards to, I mean, like, I actually just read that she was like somebody that came from a working family. And, you know, she probably comes from the same point of view of where, you know, our families come from, like, coming from, like, she's second generation, like, uh, just like uh, any of us. And it's just like, she grew up from poverty as well so i'm like okay you know what that's cool you know i i could totally relate to that and so to have some politician like that and like 
to yeah to have some politician like that is like cool you know but it's just like some people see her as a pretty face and all that and i'm like nah dude i don't i don't i'm tired of all these like politicians that are getting shine you know so i'm like nah if it's that kind of politics i ain't with you you know or even like i think another one for me is just like uh i'm not a big fan of the recall gavin newsom um campaign for sure compared to like other people yeah because uh he's just like us he's just human i bet all of us were caught slipping at some point and you know yeah he was asking some of us to not hang out with our family members like during the holidays and what do you do he was in a party you know it's like okay whatever i bet some of you guys were doing it anyway so i'm (laughs) saying like (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold anybody accountable or call anybody a boy scout because man it's hard times man so sometimes we got to be around family and i'm not going to judge people because of that you know yeah because yeah. if i yeah i know if i were to say something like oh like i'm anti-cancel culture there's a lot of people that are it's surprising <laughs> yeah man i mean yeah cancel culture is a whole nother thing but uh, mm-hmm. i didn't want to mention like you brought up two two things um aoc right aoc yeah. i uh I have some homies who who like really follow into the politics stuff, so I get that's I mean, that's where I get my information because I can't really trust the media. I have homies yep. that do the digging for me and kind of like give it to me in a, in, in a way that I can understand it. And I still might be getting it wrong, so my bad if yeah. uh, if they're hearing this. But yeah. the way I would relate the AOC thing that's happening is that like um, I don't know which way she's gonna go with it to be honest, but I think she did have those those like those humble beginnings though the, the time when she was just grinding she had the idea of like making change and you know doing it the right way outreaching being for the people and all that i think she's at a stage in her political career where the the industry like if i was going to make it comparable the government the industry sees her her potential and it's like oh we need if she's going to have this kind of following, if she's going to have this kind of uh, uh, influence, we need to bring her into our team. And Definitely. so that's what <laughs> I think is kind of happening. And, you know, I can't really fault her for falling into not falling, but, you know, taking that path, because that's really if she wants to be into politics, that's what she's going to have to do. She's going to have to find a team that's going to support her, give her the resources and just be like, oh, you're going to be our next person. We're going to. We're going to show the world and be like, you know, you're the leader. And if that's what she wants, then she she may have to go down that path. Um, But I also think that she, because of the humble beginnings, if she can still, you know, feel close to her roots, then maybe she can like, um, you know, kind of stay true to that and change the system in in a different way. So that's 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 just my stance on AOC. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're just they're just uh, <laughs> they're choosing her to be the next person that they kind of boost up. Um, and then for for recalling Gavin Newsom, you know, I wish I knew more about like everything he's done before the pandemic, too, because I'd have to really think about like overall has how yeah. has his run been, you know, has it been like so bad? But um, I mean, you know, like yeah he's a he's our california leader you know and um i guess people were were expecting more leadership um but you know Uh like 
even with uh, I, I would relate it to like you know the quarterback of a football team you know if once the pressure arrives once it's the fourth quarter like that's how, how you really know how they're going to react um, and oh, yeah especially so. when that especially if it's like crunch time if it's a Super Bowl they could pull a Kaepernick on us and just not work well you know <laughs> rush yeah. everything you know yeah man <laughs> and um, I mean yeah. I, I think uh, it's not just Newsom's thing you know he has a team behind him he has people who who mm-hmm. are in his ear and you know whatever whatever influences or whatever the agenda is for them then they're gonna push that too um, but you know mm-hmm. that's why politics is so messy man I don't think we have one person that they talk about but it's really a whole bunch of people that are kind of running things you know uh, oh yeah but yeah as it should because if it's just one person it's just gonna be a huge mess you know yeah I think just like a, I mean it kind of runs off what democracy is it's like it's run by you know like run by the people you know and we just happen to appoint people that are like just helping us run this country a little bit better or like yeah. trying to at least do something. I think yeah. I think that's what I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's what like um the founding people and anybody who starts a democracy, you kind of hope it stays pure. But then you're always gonna have those people who want to take advantage. And once they find a system that works to keep the advantage, oh, they're gonna do that thing for as long as they can. So yeah, I really don't know what the answer is. I'm not well versed in politics, and it's just uh, <laughs> it's messy. But uh, I don't think it's impossible. It's just there has to be another way. That's that's just how I feel about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, and then <laughs> cancel culture is uh, uh, yeah. They're just extremes, man. They're just extremes of something where, like, you know, you want to hold people accountable. But then mm-hmm. you also like you just want to you know put someone like push someone so someone so down that they're irrelevant you know and I guess you oh, know yeah. it's easy to see among celebrities because you know they have relevancy mm-hmm. and then they just disappear or like you know they have that but I don't know if you've ever had cancel culture affect people like the lower people or like, you know, people who aren't known about, you know, like if you knew anybody that kind of like had their name kind of uh, dragged because they, they they did something. And that's the thing. Like if you did some I've, horrible shit. I've, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen I've heard some instances of that. And it's a trip because like they're homies and I stand by them. And really, it's just. My thing about it is just like, you know, when it came to stuff like Me Too and all that, it's just all it is is just them trying to ruin somebody's reputation for their own benefit. And that's one of my biggest concerns is does it really like stick out for like those oppressed groups or is it like people trying to use it for their own agenda? And that's that's where I like draw the line. And that's where my suspicions are raised is because there's a lot of people that use politics those kind of direct forms of action just to benefit themselves and just not the movement and I'm just like you know this is really what we've uh, come out to then you know it's just like kind of like it's sad that it's coming to that and just makes like things that are supposed to be a beauty like just turn ugly and it's just like man you know we need to do like better than what we're really going for you know so I'm, I'm for certain things, but like to an extent, like it's just like you know, does this really benefit our community? Does this benefit our society, or is it hurting, like 
those groups and just trying to hurt the movement you know yeah yeah i mean yeah the me too movement is a definitely something where i think cancel culture kind of pushed into the extreme right like if i was if i had an opinion on it it would be kind of like i wish i wouldn't hear about the news until it was like already had gone through trials and everything like if you're gonna tell me like so-and-so was accused and I'm like okay but that that just makes me feel like oh they've been like that and that's a for sure thing um yeah. but if you told me somebody was you know convicted or whatever then i'm like oh shit that's for real and like you know it's a different thing but now i i can get accused anybody can get accused right like um and it's not just um men getting accused women get accused you know like it's it, it, could, it could be anybody so that's the, that's a trip to me honestly uh and hopefully i think like you said there's also that the side of people who are like wait a second we're kind of doing this a little too much and we're kind of like you know you know doing all these things that uh might not might not be the positive like i know the intention was good but now it's getting a little bit you know crazy and we need to find a way to to balance it but yeah, yeah. man um yes. <laughs> that was good man that was a good conversation thanks for uh you know thank you for your insight and bringing it up um and, our- <laughs> and uh <laughs> just a heads up we have about like 10 10 minutes left in the podcast and i think we okay. can knock out another question go for it throw me another number let's see i haven't gotten in- i'd probably go with uh let's do 34 34 34 all right man yeah um so this one is a fill in the blank but uh mm. life is all about blank mm. that is definitely like a trippy one life is all about I think if I could really sum it what makes you happy you know or doing what makes you happy because in the in the reality of things it's like you can't really depend on other people to really like um i mean even though like yeah you're in a relationship with like your significant other they bring you so much joy but also that joy has to come from within yourself as well and just like being able to like do what you want out of life or you know what actually uh you seen uh, that movie soul yeah i saw that movie so yeah i'm i'm watching some of those theories on uh at least life's purpose and stuff and sometimes it's not even really about like um like when he's at the barber shop and he's talking with his barber and uh tina Fey's character is also like you know like in his body and just starting that conversation that he normally wouldn't do himself and he was he was just talking he was like asking uh, about like the barber's life and it was a trip because the barber said originally i wanted to be a veterinarian but i had a daughter i started uh, going to barber college because it was affordable started cutting hair and i'm like happy and then i guess like uh the dude as the cat was like really you know like um he he, he was just surprised that he even like knew this about him because usually whenever they're talking he would get cut all they would ever talk about is jazz music and that's it and you know it's cool but it's also one-dimensional but being able to get to know somebody on that kind of level and get to know like that perspective kind of like gains like this kind of insight and sometimes 
that's really like what living life is man like getting to know each other getting to like really just really just like uh make a connection with people because you know we could talk about things like we could talk about music but you know like there's d- deeper things than music sometimes we can even break down how we feel about the music and maybe it gains us like a better understanding of where we're all coming from like why it affects us all mentally you know especially mental health even like uh during covid times and like seeing like um seeing how like mental health has like really like reached a decline and now like just like hoping that i even was able to like reach out to certain homies because some of them are no longer with us for like those particular reasons man and you know i just wish i could have had those conversations with them again you know because that's what i had known them for and bam you know but that's just off tangent but uh the main thing was just like that whole thing is just being happy being able to connect with people because those connections and i'm not talking network just to gain cloud or whatever i'm talking about just like this genuine kind of like connection that we have with people to give us a sense of like camaraderie in the world you know like camaraderie over commodity because camaraderie gives that sense of warmth it gives us that sense of like at least security because sometimes like uh there's like the sense like maybe like a point in life where like our judgments are clouded and we can't really like see past that cloud that thickness because we're lost in our thoughts we're frustrated you know what i mean kind of like uh kind of like that one scene in soul where where you see those people lost with their obsessions and their addictions yeah because they're really locked in that frustration and it's that's that that's the real part of it man i'm just like yeah man like the key the key to it is just yeah you got your life purpose maybe you were born to make music born to make podcasts born to make like these kind of things but the thing is does it have meaning behind it you know and i guess that's what well what it was for a homeboy that was playing jazz because when he got into that gig he was like yo like what's next you know it's like what is next you know are you happy doing it you know it's like getting being able to like for me like when it comes to music being able to perform and i think one of the most fulfilling parts was at least uh i came out of um you know like this was when i was like 18 so this was like probably like 14 years ago because i'm 32 now um i played some show like um and i this was like prior to that i came from like a mental institution for 5150 or trying to hurt myself and i shared that kind of vulnerability on stage and told them that playing this like brings so much joy and having you guys with me but i think the the real joy was being able to like have people like message me after the show like i like this is the funny part this was like my space days and they was like uh yeah you know like i came from that same background too and i could totally relate and everything that's what like gave me like purposes and artists is just yeah i'm like creating music having fun with it but at the same time if i'm able to make those connections with those kind of people then i feel like as an artist i feel like i've fulfilled my role in that position and use my platform in the right way other artists can do it either way but that's just like the kind of rap that i decided to take and gives me like that joy and why life is that kind of a purpose if i could go like full circle into that boomerang 
and bring it all back you know is yeah that's that's why that's why i stand here today as aka you know no doubt man that's i mean yo thank you for sharing i know that's a oh yeah yeah this is a, a, a big part of your life and um i didn't expect it but thank you so much yeah yeah um yeah man just we're heading into the concluding portion of the interview um just yeah. wanted to say thank you again for coming on uh i had it i had a lot of fun yeah i hope you had a lot of fun yeah um and uh yeah so my last couple of questions for you is actually this one is from my previous guest um i've been okay. i've been trying to find a way to connect my guests and i asked the previous like the last one to ask the next one a question and um okay. yeah so aaron shout out aaron he wants to know what are you doing to make an impact in someone's life you don't know mm. if i could leave them with something to think about you know um if if I was able to not even I don't even care about changing, manipulating people. I feel like the best route is just to motivate people to think not a certain way, but about like just certain things or put it into perspective or and like be, maybe relate to them, you know. But just give them like some way to think about it. It's just you know, like yeah just life in general, like what what like uh what kind of meaning i can give to them or like what kind of insight can i give to them and be like damn you know that that i'm like motivated and you know that's that's basically what i what i would go for <laughs> michelle man i mean I, th I think you definitely have done it for me so <laughs> yeah <laughs> appreciate that uh and then what would you like to ask the next guest oh what keeps you going yeah what keeps you going typing it yeah. out right now um <laughs> for sure for sure i like that and uh my last question is what is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far mm. to appreciate everything well of course in the past and also like in the future even though like sometimes you don't see it yet but mostly like ain't no time like the present and sometimes you know like people forget like uh what's in front of them and just being able to like appreciate that time that people give you that energy really is just like something i value more than like money and currency you know especially like people with really good energy that just kind of just Oh. it's like that that joy is kind of infectious and it brings me so much joy you know what i mean and that's like the kind of thing that i like yeah that's the kind of thing that i like uh appreciate <laughs> you know no doubt man no doubt man uh same same here and i think you exude that that energy and uh yeah i, de I greatly appreciate it uh tell tell the people where they can find you uh, where they can find your music or reach out to you so all my handles twitter instagram at also known as A-K-A-Y-E. Uh, I'm on Spotify. I have uh, the album Trilipino out, which is just like a mixed bag of boom bap and Bay Area slap type music. And just some really like, it's like different ranges, but it's like, you know, like I like it, you know, it's, 
it it's like uh so different but it's like it kind of brings it back to some like really good music that i like appreciated from back in the day and now it's like full fold into this album and it covers like a lot of deep stuff a lot of insightful things and you know i enjoyed making the album so much that you know if you guys get a hold of the album however it may be you guys enjoy the album as much as i did creating it <laughs> so yeah no doubt no doubt and uh, i'll try to put those links in in the description and notes for all the folks out there uh, but yeah man uh, thank you again uh, it's hard for me to figure out a good way to end out these podcasts I'm still trying to figure out my signature um, but 